Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast, episode six coming at you uh, tonight or today, wherever you're listening. We thank everyone that has been tuning in over the most recent episodes uh, to the Shire Salvos podcast. Certainly hope that it's uh, been informative and interesting uh, for you. And we've got another really good uh, episode for you today. We're going to be running through uh, the latest in the Shire Salvos news section. Uh, so there's a few things happening in the life of the church at both the uh, Menai and Miranda locations. We're talking about that, the self-denial of Appeal, uh, as well. And uh, we've got a, a really good sermon from Janet Munn uh, talking uh, about living and loving like Jesus. It's going to happen a little bit later on in the podcast. Claire Clifton is alongside me once again for the Shire Savos podcast. Very good afternoon to you, Claire. How are you going? I'm very well here on this beautiful Sunday afternoon, looking out the window and seeing the rain. It's a lovely day. A reminder that uh, God is everywhere in our lives. Great to see the our little gardens outside uh, getting uh, nourished by the, the beautiful uh, rain here this afternoon. But uh, we're going to get stuck into your uh, Shire Salvos uh, news and updates for this week. Got a few little things that, that we want to keep you, you keep your attention across. So that's coming up now. So we kick off um, the news section of uh, Shire Salvos uh, in regards to the self-denial appeal. We've been going through uh, different weeks and looking at different countries and and uh, some of the, I guess, some of the issues and some of the struggles that uh, that people in, in different parts of the world uh, have. Uh, and in week four this week, uh, it is about uh, Ukraine. So uh, there's a particular individual there, uh, Artem uh, Krobanetsky. Um, who uh, had a troubled upbringing. He came to know Christ uh, through uh, the ministry of the Salvos. He's now involved in every program at the core and hopes to start his soldiership training uh, soon. If you want the full story on that and you want to watch the video, if you go to YouTube, uh, the Shire, uh, sorry, the Salvos Studios uh, YouTube channel, they have not just that video up, but all of the previous uh, self-denial appeal uh, videos up and you can you can find that one uh, there. So that's, yeah, that's a, that's a, a really, uh, really good video to watch. And and can certainly be encouraging uh, for all of us. And, and please um, do be thinking about uh, the self-denial appeal and yeah, be praying about it, uh, praying that yeah, God will be opening our hearts to um, yeah, uh, giving and, and, and softening our hearts um, uh, about that because we do have uh, the self-denial altar service that's coming up as well, Claire. So that's going to be our next uh, church service at uh, the Shire Salvos Menor location on the 21st of March. Have you got a, a bit more information about what's going to be happening at the Shire Salvo's altar service? Yeah. So I guess some just information just to help um, in the preparation of it. So um, every year we have the altar service where you would um, bring um, what you're going to give to this year's appeal. So there's two ways that you can give to the self-denial appeal. Um, there's the mission support gift or a community development gift. So the mission support funds are non-tax deductible. So they support the welfare initiatives and build the organisational strength of the Salvation Army in developing countries. So this money is used for the provision of church halls, um, residences for offices, computers and training. And um, some of that was talked about in the stories from Brazil mm. and Ukraine that have been yep. used throughout this campaign. And then the second way that you can give is actually a tax deductible donation to community development. So that, um, that goes towards projects that um, alleviate poverty, um, mm -hmm. provide clean water and microfinance opportunities like the stories from India and South Africa. So there's two ways that we can give. And look, if you're wanting any more information about the ways that you can give um, or more information about the Self-Denial 2021, you can head to selfdenial.info. 
Yeah, so there's that website there. And um, also, Shah uh, Savo's Men, I have said that if you'd like a hard copy donation slip, uh, then you can contact the office there at Men on 95429500 and they can get one to you. Um, and then if you if you want to give uh, online, just like Claire was saying uh, before, uh, yeah, you can go to that uh, self- selfdenial.info. Yeah, selfdenial.info is the uh, is the website there for you. So uh, that is uh, how uh, things uh, are looking. Yeah, so that's very exciting. So we're looking forward to that. And um, yeah, as we've said, this Sunday, this coming Sunday, the 21st of March is our next um, in-service gathering as a church. And so, yeah, really looking forward to that. That Sunday, remember, you need to register um, for that service. So the registrations are open on Monday. And just also a friendly reminder that when you come into um, church on Sunday or any time during the week, we just need everyone to check in via the New South Wales Health COVID Safe app. Also to let you know of some other important announcements around our church, there is some job opportunities available um, at the moment at Miranda at the Miranda location. So we're looking for an emergency relief worker and a caseworker um, to work in the team. So both roles are part-time. And if you have any further questions, you can contact Coralie or Mark Soper from the church, but really encourage you if that's for you to jump on board with that. The other announcement which we spoke about in the last podcast was the Welcome Project. So the Welcome Project is looking for 100 salvos across New South Wales to welcome and befriend new new migrants to Australia and their families. It's a great opportunity for everyday salvos to engage in our mission with those who are vulnerable and in need. And in the shy in shy salvos, we're looking for someone who would be able to befriend a 39-year-old man in Miranda who is a migrant and just wanting that support and encouragement. So if you're wanting more information, you can contact the church office um, or if you'd like to sign up, um, there is a link within um, the Shy Salvos newsletter um, which you can do that. If you're not on the Shire Salvos newsletter, please contact the church office mm. and they can add you to that. Yeah, so that is all of our Shire Salvos uh, news for this week. As always, um, make sure that you're going uh, to the Shire Salvos uh, website, shiresalvos.org.au. And we also have um, the Shire Salvos Facebook page as well, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Shire Salvos. Lots of updates. The podcast goes on there each week um, and uh, lots of other little uh, tidbits of news and, and different things that are happening uh, in the life of our church go up there as well. Uh, so that is all of our news for this week on episode six here of the Shire Salvos podcast. We're going to take a very short break and on the other side of that, Janet Munn is going to bring the word of God to us uh, talking about uh, loving and serving Jesus uh, like he did when he uh, spent his time on earth. So we're going to be listening to that and then we're going to be coming back and wrapping everything up here on the Shire Salvos podcast. Hello, greetings to Australian Salvos. Thank you for your faithfulness to Jesus and for your kindness to me during the time I lived in Australia, as well as during several other visits to Australia over the years. I hold you with deep love and affection in my heart always. Eyes high, living like him, living for him. A young man I know learned to play a brass instrument in the Salvation Army and as a teenager spent hours practicing his trumpet. He was an intensely focused person, even as an adolescent. But the hard drive of the human brain only has so much capacity. 
And so this young man ignored many other things as he focused with great singularity on his musicianship. He ignored things like his home address, where his house was located and how to get there. But through his focus on his trumpet playing, he gained a full scholarship to an elite music school. He ignored things like the risks of hanging his band uniform against the bare light bulbs present in theater dressing rooms, thereby catching his uniform on fire as he hung it there. But he nailed his flugelhorn solo, note perfect, from memory, at that concert and every concert. Focused. Following graduation, he won first chair trumpet in the top military band, which he still holds today. His eyes were fixed on developing himself as a trumpet player to the full of his capacity. Now stay focused on Jesus, who designed and perfected our faith. That's from The Voice. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Fasten our gaze on Jesus. Stay focused on Jesus. Eyes high. Live like him, live for him. So how did Jesus live? Hebrews 12.2 goes on to say that Jesus never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God from the message. In the Passion Translation, Hebrews 12.2, Jesus' example is this. His heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. And from the voice, he focused on the joy that was set before him. Focus on Jesus, who was focused on what pleases. Joy together with us forever. Just think about that for a minute. Jesus was focused on union with you and with me, with his bride, with his beloved, with humankind. That kept him focused. So how did he live? Back to Hebrews 12.2 in the message. Jesus could put up with anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. In the Passion Translation, same verse, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation. And then in the voice, he endured the cross and ignored the shame of that death. Endure the pain, ignore the shame. How did Jesus live? Back to Hebrews 12, 2. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. From the message. And from the voice, Hebrews 12, 2. Now Jesus is seated beside God on the throne, a place of honor. Now seated in glory, not the end of the story. There he is. So how do we live like him and for him? Focus on Jesus, who was focused on what pleases. Joy together with us forever. Jesus' focus on what pleases, the prize, the future joy of union with us, enabled him, motivated him to ignore and to endure. There's a lot of research indicating the potential harmful effects of extensive screen time and technology use, including things like heightened attention deficit symptoms, impaired emotional and social intelligence, technology addiction, social isolation, impaired brain development, and disrupted sleep. Heightened attention deficit symptoms. In other words, greater difficulty in focusing. God help us. At Jesus' baptism, recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, a voice came from heaven that said of Jesus, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. 
So here we are with the bombardment of technology, making it more difficult to focus, and here's the voice of God saying, listen to Jesus. So how do we do this? As Jesus did, endure the pain, ignore the shame. Jesus took the long-term view. He had realistic perspective. There will be pain, there will be shame. Stay focused on the end game. What are you focused on? Where are you headed? What's your long-term view? Let's just pause for a moment right now. Pay attention on the inside. What's the focus of your life? Where's your attention? What's your long-term view? What's the end game for you right now? Let's just listen for a moment. Listening to Jesus as a lifestyle, to get to the goal, to reach where we're focused on, requires us to do two things, to endure and to ignore, even as Jesus did. So what to endure? Think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, enduring the pain. Again, in the Gospel of Matthew, in the Garden of Gethsemane, we read that Jesus said, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. So overwhelmed I feel like I could die, he was saying. Then he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, Father, if possible, may this cup be taken from me, but whatever you want, from Matthew 26. Enduring the pain. He endured the pain of the cross, Hebrews 12.2 tells us. Hebrews 12.3 tells us Jesus endured the pain of opposition from sinners. Stepping back now to the context of the book of Hebrews, this book was written to Christ followers who were experiencing persecution. And so the author tells about our Savior, our brother, our leader, Jesus, who also suffered greatly, and he endured it. And so to the readers of this letter, the author writes, Endure the pain of hardship, Hebrews 12, 7. We take strength from Jesus' own example. What pain are you, am I, experiencing in these days? Everyone on the planet, this global pandemic, is experiencing pain in some way in relation to COVID-19. There are manifold economic implications to the pandemic in these days, although not equally. But many are unemployed or homeless. Domestic violence has increased, as have symptoms of anxiety or depression. The COVID-19 pandemic has disproportionately brought pain to vulnerable people and to women who have lost their employment in a larger, larger numbers, larger percentage than have men. Again, vulnerable to, to domestic violence, compounding uh, the existing obstacles to women and to girls. We've been confronted in recent months with uh, racial injustices, great pain that is being endured by many in these days. Disappointments with leaders. There have been several very publicized moral failures in recent months, relational conflicts, and alienation. Pain that we're enduring. If our hope is in Christ and in Christ's followers focusing on Jesus, eyes high, and living like him and living for him, it must, it will include enduring pain. Later on in the 12th chapter of Hebrews, our text for today, in the contemporary English version, we read, to the besieged believers who received this letter and to us, the writer 
admonishes, stand up straight, stop your knees from shaking. Another translation, Hebrews 12, 12. Be made strong even in your weakness by lifting up your tired hands in prayer and worship and strengthen your weak knees. That's Hebrews 12, 12. So even now, let's inhale fresh empowerment by the Spirit of Christ, also the breath of God, to impart to you, to me, to us, endurance. In Romans chapter 8, Paul describes all of creation is groaning and travailing to bring forth the life of God, the, the fullness of what God has provided for us. He, he likens the suffering of creation and humanity as childbirth or labor, and breathing is very important in that context. And so even now, breathe in the Spirit's strength to give us endurance in the pain, and breathe out the toxic bitterness and anxieties that would damage us as Christ followers. Eyes high, living like him, living for him. Spirit breathing in, strength to endure the pain. He endured the pain and ignored the shame. So what do we ignore? How about if rather than a to-do list, we develop a not-to-do list? Some things we must choose to ignore. Jesus spoke to his followers and said, if you're not received, shake the dust off your feet. Ignore. Don't let that hang you up, right? Paul wrote later, know your territory, that he would know his own territory, the sphere assigned to him. 2 Corinthians 10.13 in the message says it this way, we're sticking to the limits of what God has set for us. Some things to ignore, stay within our limits. So a not-to-do list might look something like this. In order to focus on Jesus, who's focused on what pleases, joy together with us forever, I will not allow myself even a hint of sexual immorality, not to do. God helping me, I will not judge and fret about the actions of others so that my soul corrodes into resentment and bitterness, not to do, I'm not gonna do that. Love ignores a multitude of sins, weaknesses, failures. Ignore, flee from the temptation to lose hope, to despair, not to do. I'm not going to squander my energies on frivolous, meaningless things. Rest and recreation, yes, but to invest my life energies in things that are meaningless, I'm not gonna do that. That's on my not-to-do list. How about you? What's on your not-to-do list? Things that you will definitely remember to forget. Things to ignore, to stay within the sphere that God has given you. These have been for us as individuals, how about for us as a people, as a community, as a territory, as salvationists perhaps, as Christ followers? What should be on our not-to-do list? Are there things that we need to cross off by way of activities, cross off our to-do list, move them over to the not-to-do so that we can better focus on Jesus? I encourage you, I encourage us all to spend time together thinking about this. What needs to be ignored? Endure the pain, some things we are to endure, as Jesus did. Ignore the shame, some things we are to ignore, to choose to forget, not to do. As a people, as a community, what might these things look like for you? 
Paul in the book of Romans says it this way. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. That's Romans 12, 1 and 2 from the message. Eyes high. Christ, now seated in glory, not the end of the story. Hebrews 12, 2. Christ, now seated in glory, not the end of the story. Further in the book of Hebrews, we read, In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. Also in Hebrews chapter 2. Christ now seated in glory, not the end of the story. Christ didn't ascend to the right hand of the Father in glory to be alone there, remember? For the joy set before him, union with you, together forever, with you and me, to bring many sons and daughters to glory. This is where we're heading. Can this help us in our own focus to endure the pain, to ignore the shame, keep our eyes fixed on Jesus? We are headed for union with him in glory. This is part of the purpose of what he's opened for us, a new and living way to bring many, many sons and daughters to glory with him, our brother Christ. Focus on Jesus, who was focused on what pleases. Joy together with us forever. Endure the pain, ignore the shame. Christ now seated in glory, not the end of the story. From Colossians. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. God bless you and happy Easter. Let's pray together. Holy One, it is our delight to focus on the example and person of your Son, Jesus. And yet we ask for your grace to help us do that, to focus on Jesus amid the many, many distractions of our day. We follow Jesus' example as he focused on what was pleasing to him, joy at the prospect of union with us together forever. Capture us with this joy and strengthen our ability to focus on Christ now, in our day, at this time in history, in our contexts. Jesus, it's you. God, please give us divine power to endure pain and hardship in whatever forms they come. Even as our brother Jesus did, strengthen our trembling hearts and our fragile, sometimes feeble will. Give us discernment on what to ignore in these days in order to help us focus on Christ. Please give to each one of us and to all of us together as a people clarity on what are the limits you've set for us, what is ours to invest in, to work at, and what is not.
May our not-to-do lists serve to channel our energies effectively in order to advance your purposes in the world. Spirit, give us vision to see Jesus, now seated in glory. Open the eyes of our hearts that we would see Christ high and lifted up in a place of honor now. And to know, help us to know, that is also where we are headed and why you came. Through all this, Lord, bring many, many daughters and sons to glory with Christ, as has always been your intention. May that joy upon which Jesus focused be his and our eternal reward. In his name, amen. So that was the sermon from Janet Munn. We thank uh, Janet for uh, yeah, her faithfulness there and a great message to, uh, to receive and a great message to, to listen to on, uh, on a Sunday or potentially if you're, you're listening to this, going to work on a Monday morning, it can certainly be an uplifting and uh, encouraging message uh, to receive. Always great to uh, hear the, the, sermon, the sermons that uh, Janet uh, does bring to us here. So very good to listen to that here on the Shire Salvos podcast. Yeah, so that sermon from Janet Munn was part of a wider online service called Eyes High, which was a divisional event. So I encourage you, if you're interested in watching the full um, online service um, for that, um, you can head to the New South Wales ACT Division Facebook page. So just look Mm. them up on Facebook. Um, You can see that. Some of our team were involved with the worship um, that's part of that service. There's also an Eyes High Kids um, video as well. So I encourage you to um, watch that. So jump to New South Wales ACT division on their, on Facebook. Yeah, fantastic stuff there. Hope you've enjoyed the Shire Salvos podcast for this week. As always, we'll be back uh, next Sunday for another Shire Salvos podcast episode. Don't forget, uh, church happening uh, this forthcoming uh, Sunday, the 21st of March. So making sure that you're registering for that and uh, when you're at church that you're scanning the QR code just to make sure that you're you're checking in. And uh, for any other news and updates, make sure you stick close to uh, the Shire Salvos Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Shire Salvos, and also our website, Shire salvos.org.au so uh, a big thanks to everyone that has tuned in to the podcast this week we'll see you uh, next week for another episode of the shire salvos podcast catch you next week